Hey, Moan. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Hey, DK. What's going on? You seem out of breath, man. What's going on, dude? <laughs> I, ju I just covered, for real, the fastest Major League Baseball game ever played at PNC Park. It was an hour and 50 minutes, a 12.35 start. And I thought, let's finish the whole column, which I never do before the show starts. <laughs> like wow. So... I pulled it off. Hey, hey, that's not a bad thing, DK. What do you call it? Multitasking or just working good under pressure? Which one is it? I actually, I do the exact opposite of multitasking. When I'm in, <laughs> when I'm at baseball, yeah, I lock in. Like oh, I don't my. know that the Steelers or Penguins exist. Wow. Yeah, and the same thing is true when I'm over at the Steelers practice. The Pirates could be winning the World Series over here, and I wouldn't pay any attention to it. It's the only it way to do the job, Moan. Look, you don't think about the Titans when you're on here or the Steelers when you're doing your Nashville stuff, right? I do not, man. It's, Absolutely. No, it's no different. Yeah, it's no different. There's nothing wrong with having that ability to just just cut stuff off. Yeah, I think a lot of people wish they could do that, though, DK, being honest with you. Now, you, you, you eventually, you learn how to do it, especially in the press when you're typing in, in stadiums filled with 70,000 people screaming and whatever else, so... Yeah, no doubt. That would be distracting. I will say that. You guys, being on the sideline, keeping up with what the actual action is and also keeping up with what the actual sideline is doing and the inner yeah. workings, yeah. that is a, a – you got to have your, your your P's and Q's down, DK, for sure. I hear that. I, you know, here comes hand over fist referring to baseball as boring. I got to tell you something, <laughs> my man. You're entitled to your own opinion. It sure wasn't today. Yeah, Mitch Keller went eight scoreless innings, two hits, seven strikeouts, one walk. Could have had a shutout, but he started to wear down a little bit. Solo home runs from Jack Sawinski and and Alfonso Rivas. You can tell where my brain is still at. I Mona, see. Right? Goodness, man. Uh, Rick put in man uh, six W's away from seventy five. That's huge. It's not huge. It's not. It's, it, it always involves context. It, with the Pirates, it always involves context. Uh, if they win one more game, it'll be their most successful season since 2018. But the bar, it's let's just say that the standard is the standard, and it's it's down there somewhere. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, I thought we had some DK. Golly. Well, Kevin pretty much said what we need to do. Well, all right, we need let's to switch do that. your thought. We need to switch your thought. Kev said, "Let's let's fix that solution, okay?" We can and hit the bell. We can do that. Let's we see how good you are that. today. Let's see how good you are today. My wife can confirm. I just let out a borderline primal scream while the intro was going, <laughs> trying to get myself back into the groove here, into the football groove. Moan, you've checked out some uh, the injury news. I obviously was not in touch with the Steelers yeah. at all today. Uh, what's going on over there uh, after uh, practice on the on the on the participation report? Pulling it up again, man. Deontay Johnson hamstring did not practice. Obviously, he's, he's yeah, he's out. Anthony McFarlane for knee did not practice also. He's at a point for knee with him gives him a little grace or we need to be a little concerned, DK? Oh, we, we need to be concerned. Speed okay. guy, you know that, Moan. Yes. Uh, a, a speed guy can't risk losing even a millifraction of a step or he's just a dude. That's a valid point. If there's ever one part of like the world of sports is the fast small guy. 
they have to be 100%, man. I think that's why you see, and that's a sidebar, but like uh, world-class sprinters. If they're not 100%, they just shut it down all the way, man. But that is fascinating with him. I'm hoping he, on a uh, on a Thursday of a did-not-practice, have an opportunity. Y'all know Coach T's philosophy. By Friday, well, I guess by Saturday now. Saturday, since it's a Monday night game, he needs to see you on the practice field. So we'll see how that evolves moving on, man. Uh, Tuxacor for concussion, limited participation from him today. Again, that Monday, DK, you said that first. That extra day gives him a little bit more time, man. And we're going to discuss what we know about that too today. Uh, James Daniels, ankle, limited participation. Pat Fryer move. I'm actually shocked about this one, DK. Chest. No, he's got to be, be limited. You can't have him doing contact. If it's a rib or a sternum and, and nobody's been specific, and, and I, I told you I had a conversation with Pat yesterday, yeah. but I was not about to go prying for specifics because then if he tells me a specific, I'm sharing it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> If I share it, you know, then he's wearing a target on his on his chest. No, he, thanks. Yes, he is. And the thing about Pat is this, too. I know a lot of people, well, some people may say, well, it's a chest. It's not like he can't go do anything. They're going to try to do a lot for him. They're going to try to put a Cavalar, I'm sure, around his his breastplate as, uh, as far as his shoulder pads go. But it's only so much that could do. DK, how physical is football? Very <laughs> physical. Uh, even if you don't get – even if you, you get tapped and not tapped hard, it's still the compression of what Pat is going to feel. And also last guy on the uh, injury list for the Steelers is Larry Ogunjobi. Uh, foot, but he was a limited participation too, DK. Now, you know from a, a lifetime of experience that limited doesn't mean nothing. No. Uh, okay, explain that to people, please. Limited mean they probably were able to put on their shoulder pads if they were in shoulder pads today, or shells, get some work in. They probably, if the, the series was 12 plays, they probably got three plays. Just enough to get them out there and participating. May have done some team things, and then they were pulled out of practice. This is just a precautionary. You're able enough to give us something, so show us a little bit. And um, But that could also turn questionable tomorrow, DK. You just never know because the limited is to see how you feel. If you feel good, okay. We'll, we'll we'll say something else tomorrow, and then we'll move forward from there. It is always fascinating with this uh, injury report. I never understood it, but as I retired and the older I got in the league, the more I understood why they do it. Of course, a lot of people tell you it's from the gambling aspect of what the NFL provides that'll let you uh, set the lines and everything else that's involved with those injury reports. You know, the thing I want to ask you today, Moan, in, in our lead subject here is – this this room looked bad yesterday okay yeah come on i mean guys i'm not again i'm not getting into specifics or whatever but guys are limping around guys who do not have parentheses next to their name okay they 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 got hit they got hit hard Mm -hmm. sunday by the 49ers i believe we saw a statistic yesterday that the teams that faced the 49ers last year went was it 0 and 12? 0 the, and 17, I thought. Oh, 0 and 15. It was 0, 0 and 15. 15. In the game after facing the Niners. Okay. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's he, yeah. I know. Okay. Yeah. But I, I just, I, I can't see how that won't be a factor 
Monday night against Cleveland. What what can be done, Mo? Is everybody <laughs> just going to be sitting in the tub between you, now and then? Something always happens on game day, man. You find a way to find a way to get it done. I know that sounds silly to say, but you find a way to find a way to get it done. That's simply what it really boils down to, DK. Uh, it's, it's funny you say that, though, uh, because most guys still recover, DK. There is an extra day in this. Uh, I was talking to a guy I played next to who I played against recently here in Nashville. And um, I was like, yeah, man, I played against you with this team and that team. He was like, hey. He said, that time we played y'all, he was like, I usually recover. He was a young guy at the time. He said, I usually recover about Tuesday. He said, I was hurting from like Thursday, Friday. And I just laughed because when you're trying to be that type of team and have those type of players that, you know, just embrace physicality, DK, want to impose their will on folks, that's how you want the opponent to leave the game. That's how you want it each and every time, man. In San Francisco, we knew that. Kind of had that moniker of being a, a down, quick, jab, punch in the mouth type of team. We knew they was fast enough. We knew they was physical enough. Heck, look at the – think, reflect real quick on what Trent Williams was capable of. He made highlights, top ten highlights on how he pulled and cleaned people up. Y'all remember that? That mm-hmm. is the DNA also with the cute stuff that they do offensively and defense. Fred Warner, look at the way he hit our guys last weekend. It was like that, DK. But to get to the end of your question is is where I'm going to head now. Guys have to suit up and play. This is the dark side of what football is, too. This is the NFL side, the, 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 the health and safety aspect of it, that just you can't even protect it enough. When we say that's a physical game for the ones, I don't even want to pile on our guy from yesterday. They call guys soft. Ask somebody who's been out there how soft it really is. And, and I will tell you this. One of my more welcome to the NFL moments was watching guys on kickoff and kickoff return. To hear how fast dudes are running. The ground is. Uh-huh. And then you got to realize at the end of those steps is going to be a thud. Multiple thuds. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a soft game. And it looks that way because everybody's doing the same thing. Uh, but again, this is the, the dark side of the game, though, DK. Guys are going to suit up on on Monday. The job has to get done, man. Ain't nobody in this chat right now, DK, Mm-mm. or inside of the locker room going to feel sorry. We will see what this team is made of. Again, they understand what they're getting into on Monday night, playing a divisional game against uh, the Cleveland Browns who are trying to stump everybody out. Respond, man. I got no sympathy for it because we've all dealt with crazy things in our career. Jack Henderson leads us into our break with a $10 contribution and says, Hey, Moan. I, okay. I says, I hope you have some stake in DK Pittsburgh sports. As much as the daily shots and reporting is wonderful, you've added something unique and special to DKPS with this program. Thanks to you both for, for all this. That's appreciated, Jack. Jack, that's far too kind, man. You guys are uh you guys are studs, man. Legitimately. Uh DK, we we do say this is a uh an escape for us, right? Talk about um, our team. And- especially on days like this that require a primal scream for a transition. Yes. Primal. Yes. Primal. Primal. Oh, Lord. Primal. When we come back, it'll be the only segment that actually matters. And that's Hey Moan. At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all-new state-of-the-art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live box scores. Track the latest stats. 
chat it up with our community of thousands of fans all in one place the new app from dk pittsburgh sports coverage that connects got a bunch of good stuff uh waiting in the hey moan queue over yeah. here the first thing though that i want to share is a, a rather pleasant surprise that we had in here today gm stanley stopped in Hey. This was, a, this was a, a little bit after the Pirates game. He stopped in and said hello. He was nowhere near. He wasn't going to be in a position to hang around. Yeah. Uh, but he was down here downtown doing some work, and he stopped in, and he was like, this is GM Stanley. <laughs> and, and I said, I said, how did you ever give yourself that name? And he said, now Moan gave me that name. Hey, here we go, baby. Welcome in, baby. I see you, Stanley. Who else? Rashawn from the airport. Oh, and she Rashawn. wants to point out that Rashawn from the airport – the guy that, that uh, yelled at Ramon at the airport. The guy that yelled at you at the airport. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, man, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, y'all see me say something, okay? Yeah. So uh, we have we have some uh, some hay moans piling up here. I'm I'm glad you knew what that meant. I didn't. That just went like sailed right over my head there. Yes, indeed. Uh, oh, that's bad on me. Yeah, we have. Uh, okay, let's get the let's get the silly stuff out of the way here. I heard Terrell Owens was in the building. Is he the new wide receiver coach? Maybe a motion. I have no idea why he was there. He's not going to be a wide receiver. Let's let's keep <laughs> rapid fire. Rick Rick says I hear they're looking at Julio Jones. Please, no need for that. Okay, and then somebody else mentioned that there was some kind of report about Ben Roethlisberger going I, to the Jets and, and whatever else. Can we? Can we save this stuff for talk radio? Call 333 <laughs> Hot Takes. That's 333 Hot Takes. And you'll have ev it. everything that you need. Our man Marvin Wallace comes in here to say, hey, Moan, okay, we got our butts kicked. Mm -hmm. We have to move on. We should take it. That's how physical we need to be. So that yeah. should set a new stamp in their mindset. Do you buy that, Moan? Do you think that being physical will be the priority going into Monday? That's the quickest response. That's the one thing you can't control. Uh, if you go in and beat somebody up, DK, it, it does help you feel better and also give you some confidence. If they can't get their run game started and you're knocking Deshaun Watson all over the, all over the yard and you move their defensive lineman off the line of scrimmage and we don't hear Miles Garrett name, DK, you know that. That is the fastest way to get back right, man. Like create chaos. When it comes down to you playing them again, that is by far the best way. There probably shouldn't be a peep said going onto that field uh, come Monday night. Dylan Smith asks me, keeping in mind that you can't share specifics, has Kenny seemed off in practice or is he bouncing back? Dylan, when they say you can't share specifics, they mean you can't share specifics. That's all yeah. I'm. That's all I'm going to say uh, to that. I said all I said last week was that there was some stuff I didn't like. Yeah. Now, yeah. that could have been anything. That could have been the 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 lantern flies. That could have been the, you know, <laughs> that could have been how miserably hot it was and everything else here. Robert Thomas wants to know, hey, Moan, when will this offense ever gain 400 yards? It's been years. It has been years, It's been man. years. Uh, that comes with maturity. That comes with a lot of trust, too. Uh, everybody being on the same page. That, I, I think we didn't take it for granted because we all knew what the heck we had, okay? Uh, that's tough sledding to do, but you have to be on there. I, I'll say this again. There's a level of maturity to doing stuff like that. That's the play call. And I see Canada names coming up a few times right now, DK. There is uh control and poise of the uh, quarterback. 
And that's also the boys up front, too, being able to move bodies around. The run game creates opportunities for the passing game sometimes. And, and well, if they can't establish that, that's a long day. A little bit of coin says, hey, Moan, Broderick Jones was practicing at right tackle. And that, that says today, but actually he's he's been doing that. Uh, he's yeah. been doing that through the week uh, and not Dan Moore. What do you think about that? Keep Dan more stable. Why move two people? Yes. <laughs> it makes no sense <laughs> exactly. to move Especially when people. Moore is the guy who would most likely be lining up against Miles Garrett. And as we all discuss all the time, he's done well against Garrett. And in and, and this situation right here, I know you said, well, he moved the right tackle in the game. Yes, that's because the young fella, Broderick, uh, Broderick Jones, couldn't. Pl- it, it was better for him to be at left first and move Dan over instead. You don't want to put him on the right side when he, he isn't game ready for that. What you see now is Broderick getting a lot of game uh, practice experience to be comfortable at right tackle if he has to go as that right tackle. You've kind of alluded to this too, DK. There has been a, a, a moving chairs of guys rotating around at those tackle position, meaning Chooks, Roderick, and also Dan Moore. Rodolfo reminds that i got to take care of some business you here. got to do that, DK. And, and you know what? Because of that, I'm going to share with you a keen observation that at Get-Go, at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs. Three of them. One, two, three. Yeah, come on. Wolfo. Fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what Rodolfo and the entire Gigantana family refer to as creativity. Clever, those Gigantanas. (laughs) What are your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today? All I want is Rodolfo to, 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 to send me back a message now saying, you totally got my last name. Like, how'd you do that? There we go, man. Uh, DK, let me steal one from you. Go ahead. Yeah, no, uh, no, I Ryan, like this Ryan Lytle says, hey, Moan, what's more annoying, stink bugs or Cleveland fans? The easy answer to that, Ryan, is actually the lantern flies. Way more annoying. No, nah, I'm, I'm not a fan of stink bugs at all. I'm, you don't have the lantern flies in Tennessee. Well, I hope they don't because I remember when the stink bugs <laughs> first came in. I was like, what yeah. in the heck is this? They are intrusive as heck, man. They are. But the answer, Ryan, is yes. The answer is yes. Cleveland fans and stink bugs, both. There's, but Cleveland fans probably worse off, okay, unless you ask my wife and she's going to be like she hates stink bugs. <laughs> Shane comes in with five gifts. That's appreciated. Jacob Definitely. reminds everybody to uh, to hit those likes. You know, don't just lurk. It's weird. It's creepy, right? You can get arrested for that, right? Isn't it like it is. loitering? It is, DK. Go ahead and clean it up, man. Get your subscription <laughs> while you're here, dog. Demont says, I see – the Steelers defense responding the same way that they did against the Buccaneers last year when half the secondary was out. Kenny had a great game. Too. Kenny's going to have a great game too Monday, and so does Allen Robinson. Uh, how do you feel about the defense responding, Moan? This is, this, there's no cam. This has got to be their biggest challenge. I feel like yeah. <laughs> they've had DK. Let's go back five years, at least five years. I don't know if they, they've had a challenge like this. one, like legitimately missing cam. Um, going up against a divisional opponent that runs the ball well um, and, and also been in a situation to where you can't go 0-2. Like, we've been there before, and that means probably no playoffs. I'm sure there's some stat out there that says going 0-2 to start the season, you're probably not going to make the playoffs, DK. Uh, a lot is on the line. Uh, it just is. That's, that's where I'm at with this one, man. Last game, the Cleveland Browns averaged as a group 5.2 yards of rush. 
they got their hands full this weekend. Let me go right here to us because since we're talking about the uh, the defensive side of the ball, DK, okay? <laughs> ben. Okay. I like this one. Ben goes, hey, right. Mo, I know we're all excited about TJ lining up against the Juan Jones, but because of his size, it's Herbig, Nick Herbig, going to feast with his newly acquired go smooth. You trust TJ in these moments. You let TJ eat him up right there, man. Eat. Feast. I, yeah. That dude don't know what he's getting himself into. And good. Uh, TJ is going to have to definitely out-physical him or get just as physical with him as he can. He's a big-body dude. He's like 370. Okay? that's that, And that's on, on, on friggin' paper. Move him around. The run game is a different story for TJ. TJ can move around him if he try to fight City Hall with a guy like that. But I'm going to trust 90 more than I do the, uh, the guy in Cleveland. Looking at uh, looking at at some of these that we have up here, I, I have one that I'm going to put up, and I, I'm it's I'm not going to be nice about this. So I'm going to warn ahead. everybody in advance here. Robert Gearhart says, "When Tomlin is fired, oops, wait a minute, can't fire Tomlin. Thanks, Rooney Rule." Okay, I'm going to state the obvious here, but that's racist. Yeah. Okay, that's flat out nowhere to hide from it. Racist, and that's not okay it's on not. this show. That's not okay anywhere. Yeah. I, I don't have a way to sugarcoat that. Um, okay. You can feel how you want about the head coach, but to suggest that somebody who's been in the league since 2007 is holding on to his job because of the color of his skin, uh, keep me from save me here, Moan. That's good. No, <laughs> okay. just, let's, let's move on. I'm, I'm, yeah, you James have to says, call these things out. You're 100% James says, correct. How's, how's George doing, DK, between that social media comment, which he did not make, by the way, according to George, the sideline, clear frustration, should we be worried? Don't worry about narratives right now, James. That's what I have to say to you. They got their rear ends kicked, <laughs> all of them. Okay, narratives yeah, and stuff. Again, I'm going to keep referencing you to talk radio here. If you want to talk about George Pickens here, what happened with George Pickens, he didn't get targeted enough. He didn't get enough yak when he did. And the whole team was just bad. Yep. You know, yep. there's no, you don't have to mix in. Oh, is George unhappy? That's soap opera crap. Man, let's think about this. I know George is everybody's darling, but he is still a wide receiver, ZK. He wants the ball in his hand as many times as possible. That's right. <laughs> Any wide receiver who's not a part of the game plan in a losing fashion is going to be upset too. That is be, that's expected in these moments. Okay, I, I be happy for the guy that he is actually upset and want to ha- help this team win. That's it. It's it's not complicated when we talk about the small things like words because words ain't going to help him get the ball after a loss. No, as as long as it's understood that as long as he keeps it in that perspective, you know? Yeah. Diga, I just got to tell you, you you handled that amazing. Isaac Aguilera says, Isaac Aguilera, I'm just that I didn't. Okay. Isaac Aguilera says, finally made it to a live show. Mr. Foster, do you truly believe that the Steelers can get back on track? It's only one week. That's why Isaac Isaac is week one, okay? Uh, a lot of stuff got to be ruled in as far as what this team needs to do to capitalize on beating a, a divisional opponent. Kenny got to show up. I, I, I kind of want to lay there for a second. Okay. Kenny got to show up in a lot of different ways. He's got enough under his belt. Somebody gave me a stat earlier this morning. He is very close to Davis Mills in his production over the amount of times they've had the backup quarterback in Houston. At a certain point, you got to give us a, a, a glimmer of light. The second-year guy, 
the excuse of him having to grow up. Now you're a pro. You got to go be those things. If he had happy feet, if he wasn't all the way right, if he was just second guessing himself, that ain't no excuse. It's too many jobs that are lying on the shoulders of you being able to deliver for us on Sundays. That's where this starts. I, I, I give a guy grace when it comes to it. He had an entire offseason. Whether it's him and Matt Canada or whether it's him himself, a lot of the stuff that was happening on Sunday, I, I'm, I'm honestly directly pointing the finger at Kenny. Go help yourself out, man. Figure this stuff out. This The NFL is hard. It is. And I'll tell the fans, though, too, when it does come down to, to guys uh, learning how to be pros, you look at that growth and look up what what they're what they're up against sometimes. Okay, whether that be Matt, whether that be the floor of the offense, or whether he just got smacked in his mouth as a young pro too. So what? You got to overcome coaching. You got to mm-hmm. overcome bad situations. Mm-hmm. How many times? And I know it's not like comparing apples to apples here. How many times were we down DK by double digit points and you will yourself back? I don't want to call them mentally weak or nothing like that. I'm not saying that. But there is a portion of believing when you roll that ball out there and you cross those white lines, I'm going to go win. William so McDuffie I'm, says, uh, in, I don't mean to, I'm going to swear. No, I'm I just said I'm, I'm, I'm putting more on Kenny. Yeah, I, I swear I'm not going to belabor the other thing. William McDuffie says, yeah. I'm pretty sure he was talking about how Rooney doesn't fire coaches, DK. No, no. He used the term Rooney rule, yeah. which as several people point out here, in addition to the whole thing being racist, the chat is for people. This chat. Yeah. Okay. This The Ramon Foster show is for people who know what they're talking about. The Rooney rules for hiring. So it doesn't even apply to this. No. Okay. So in addition to everything else, look, I have, I swear I'm, I'm getting. I'm, no, I'm getting, go ahead. You got it. Cause you're I'm, good. You're right. I'm, I'm getting back to this here. Joey says, I asked last week and I'm going to ask again this week. What's the feeling in the locker room? Joey, it's different, man. It's different. They got their what was Tomlin's term? Teeth they, kicked in. Teeth kicked in, and they and they did. There's a difference between losing and getting thrashed, and they got thrown around. They got ragdolled, and it's not okay. And you come back into that room very different than after having had this perfect preseason and all this precision and everything else that they were doing. Uh, is there some anger in there? Is there some uh, buildup of resentment? Matt Canada almost popped off today. The guy never says anything. Okay. Uh, he showed some emotion today. Uh, Terrell Austin wasn't happy with what he's seen from the team. And I, I'm just telling you, I, I don't, I'm not making predictions regarding Monday night other than this one. They're going to come out really, really mad. Yeah. Okay, I think that one is a really, really safe bet. Now, is that going to be enough? I don't know. I we'll don't know. see because there should be motivation right now, DK. We Dun- will see if that's the case. Yes, Dante Edwards wants to know who's your factor, Moan, for Monday, the Monday's games on the Steelers' side. Who's your X-factor? X-factor? Um, Dan Moore because he got to be. <sighs> He's got a real live potential. If he continues on in his career, man, Potential Hall of Famer, just based off the hype that he has, man, and Miles Garrett coming to come coming to see him, okay? He's already logged the sack on the season. This guy's doing whatever he wants to, but it's not only just that when it comes down to Miles Garrett. It's what he does for his other teammates, too. If Miles Garrett is quiet, then everybody else is probably going to have a, a light day, too. If Miles, if a lot of attention has to go towards him, then guess what has to happen? Somebody else is probably going to be feasting on the other side because Dan Moore might have to be helped out, 
Shane comes in with five gifts. We appreciate that. We appreciate everybody who's getting the gifts and the contributions. If we skipped anybody and saying thank you or whatever, it's not on purpose. Believe me, we love you. No doubt about it. (laughs) If you want to become a member here, go to dkps.net slash join. And if you want the merch, go to dkps.net slash Ramon shop. Let's let's go over here. Just give me 60 seconds. I think the reason why we all are feeling this way about this this group and this team and why they probably, as you said, DK, different this week, not one phase of the game won. Like, when when there was moments of uh, us getting beat like that, we got beat like this too. Let's not even act like it didn't happen, right, DK? Mm-hmm. Whether it was Baltimore or somebody else, somebody got us like this. But you at least either had wins under your belt, you at least had guys you knew you could trust that could win games for you, you you had the leadership that you was expecting, but think about this: you lost you lost Cam, you lost Deontay, you got a quarterback that was real skittish this week, and Chuk's got a a, a a concussion himself. It looks bleak. That's why every phase of this game, this 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 49ers game was bad. So that's why I get all the questions and anxiety going into a DK. Goodness, Jake says that's some BS calling someone a racist. I called the remark racist. You know yeah, why I called it that? Because it was. Because it was. Overthink it. Mark yeah. Lancaster says that Rooney is loyal to a fault. I agree. Three playoff wins in 10 years. No coach anywhere else would have a job. You know what, Mark? That is a fair stance to take. If you think we're going to bite back on you over that, it's it's not okay. The lack of playoff wins are not okay. The lack of recent success is not okay. That no. is a very fair point to make about this head coach. Yep. What did you think we were going to do? Come back? No, he's awesome. He's great. There's a big difference between what you said and what the other guy said. That's 100% right, Mark. Okay. Hey, you want to rip this coach? Rip him into oblivion. Yep. Go nuts. Yeah, but don't go that route, though. Don't don't go that route. That's silly. Yeah, no, I'm not crazy for calling anybody that. The thing was that. It wasn't even an opinion on my part. Let's see what else we got here. Yeah. Uh, Salsa says, hey, Moan, the glare on your glasses makes you makes it look like nerd glasses. What's that even mean? I, actually look, I look like a nerd, man. You know what? This is what they want, DK. They want us in dark mode anyway today, man. There we go. Is that better? <laughs> they want us in dark mode anyway today, DK. I, I can't see. <laughs> I like this question here a lot from Don. And he says, DK, will Kenny have happy feet again this Monday? I can... Very boldly state, no, he will not. I really believe that. I feel like there was an an imperfect storm of stuff that happened to Kenny that night. Okay, First time he got thrown down. Really, remember, that never happens in practice and preseason games, whatever else. First time he got thrown down. Uh, First time he saw a real rush. Fastest defense I guarantee you he'd ever seen in his life. Yeah. Okay. All kinds. And yet the game plan is to go like this. Yeah. You know, right. Uh, let's go back to this one real quick. DK. I think it's unique, man. Cat Manor asking, do we have an update on Muth? Yes. Uh, Pat Fry Muth limited participation today with a chest injury contusion. It's probably a bruise, man. I'm telling you, that's going to be fascinating. Watch what he's going to no, be on one no, Monday. There's no need to torture him. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's there's no need to torture him. And if I was yeah. a defender, I'd be aiming for it too, man. 
It's just how the game goes. Mm-hmm. Marvin says, hey, Moan, aren't you a pro when you sign a contract? We still got to give him time to get it together. For every bad situation, there's always a positive. As far as God, yeah, you do. That's why I'm telling you it's week one. Uh, there, there has to be some patience about this. Are we going to be this upset the entire year? That's what I'm asking you. We started, we ended last week by saying week one is the biggest liar. And we saw that. That's, that's all we're saying this week, man. Week one was the biggest liar, and they got to get it together. Rob, no the drum, what Rob, the drummer, brings up the possibility. Do you guys think Cleveland will be overconfident after their showing? I mean, the Browns were pretty they were freaking good. thorough. They were pretty thorough, though, uh, just all across the board. Deshaun Watson, I think, had an interception. When it all boiled down, they had three sacks on the, on the game. Uh, also, look at that situation. Said they're going to have a new right tackle. Uh, they're coming into Pittsburgh on Monday night in primetime. Coach Tomlin has always kind of – well, the Steelers have always kind of held their on on primetime football. Uh, I don't think you'll see the same results you did last week as far as them just getting ragdolled around. I hope that's not going to be the case. And with that being said, too, though, DK, I've seen people ask the question, will they incorporate Mark Robinson into the defensive scheme as far as his physicality? I, I mean, they did it in Baltimore, you know? The thing about it, though, DK, Nick Chubb can also catch the ball well out of the backfield. Yeah, and by the way, it, it's worth remembering that it was the Browns in the very last game of the season who exposed Mark Robinson, who basically probably still have him stapled to the sideline. Because the way Robinson was limited in Baltimore by the coaching staff, yeah. it was a very, very specific borderline gimmicky assignment that he had. So they he did really well. So they put him out there against the Browns, and the Browns were like, "Come on, man! Yeah, what are you doing, man? Yeah, here, here, here. Let's just run pass routes against him." And, and that's what you subscribe to because Cleveland does have a good amount of uh, small skill guys too, man. Just to throw that out there, okay? They got some good guys on that side of the ball. And if you are telling me you're okay with putting uh, 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 Mark Robinson up against David Ojoku, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Hey, bet me on that one, okay? I like Mark, but I'm not sure if he's ready for Njoku. Uh, not too many people are. Rick says, hey, Moan, how did you handle getting beaten like this? Work. Don't say much. Just work. This amount of talking that I'm doing right now wouldn't happen. Friday, I'll probably be a little <laughs> bit lighter, right, DK? Yeah, yeah, My Friday, yeah. the reset is real. Uh, yeah. But the amount of work that has to be put in, you don't say anything in meetings. Um, eventually, you'll lighten the mood because you got to let it go in some sense. Uh, but it, it really does have to be less talking and more work. Wow. What do I do with, with your anxiety by challenging? I don't even know. I don't even know. See, by, by, Calm is mine. By challenging Kenny? <laughs> I think that's fair. If he's going to be this golden boy, but his stat line is very, very similar to Davis Mills from passer rating to yards to wins and losses. I, I mean, what we, what we got going <laughs> Danny That's Kramer silly. finds his way into the gutter on a Thursday. Let's remember that these are the Browns, and the gutter is a completely acceptable place to be for the next four days. There's no lows. There's nothing that's too low. This is the franchise. This is going to predate some of you. But when they moved in the middle of the night, when Art Modell sneaked the Browns down to Baltimore to become mm-hmm. the Ravens, uh, there was a Monday night game in Pittsburgh not yeah. long after that. And there was a movement that, come on, Steelers fans, you lo- you want the Browns back. You need them back. Let's let's all band together and show everybody yeah. how important. 
And they did nothing of the kind. Steelers fans were like pouring beer on their heads and whatever else here. It was it was the lowest of the low. And you know what? That's where this thing belongs. It does. I got one right here, DK. Yeah, uh, yeah. You ready for it? It's from my guy, Marvin. Marvin's up twice today because he, he had a real solid question. Uh, Marvin asked the question, man. Hey, Moan. What happened when we went 0-4? We still did good. That year in particular, I pulled up those teams, man. Titans, we lost 9-16. Cincinnati, at Cincinnati, we lost 10-20. Chicago Bears, we lost 23-40. And then Minnesota and London, we lost 34-27, man. And then we had the bye week. You bounced back. That's the expectation. Um, I saw that question being brought up. And you know what? Until we see what this team is going to be made out of in a regular season, Let's just say this. This this coach has been through it. Uh, it is a totally different team, but he didn't get fired then, and the expectation is you better turn this thing around quick. Simply how it's put. That was a rough season. You come out and beat the Jets, and then the next week you beat Baltimore. By how many points, DK? Yeah, always three. three. <laughs> always three. <laughs> always three. <laughs> always three points, that's gonna, man. That's got to be the best betting line, by the way, in all of professional sports. You, you just you don't pick necessarily, the, you know, who's going to win, but you pick yeah. what the exact point spread is going to be. It's always just three always points. Yeah. We have uh, we have some pretty good questions that I've starred here. We're going to go through <laughs> these kind of quickly here. Well, I'll go quick. Uh, Joey wants to know, is Keanu Benton going to start? I believe that he is based on a conversation he and I had yesterday. Um, he didn't come out and say that, but you know, Larry Ogunjobi, as Moan mentioned at the outset is kind of a variable in this because of the foot. Right. Uh, and he's had it throughout camp and how that's going to shape up or whatever. But I think you can trust after the, what Benton put on film, uh, that you're going to see, you're going to see him. Uh, Ryan says to to you, Moan. Hey, hey, Moan. How important is it to establish the run early? That was supposed to be the emphasis this year. It was, man. It's very important on both sides of the ball. That's what you're competing against right now. Uh, it, it won't be much pizzazz, I don't think, to this game coming up. It's going to be a hey, let's get them in and get them out type of game. And I think that's for both sides of the ball. For the Steelers, you got to go prove that you can win a game. And it'd be good if you can win it quickly by running the ball and beating up on the Browns. And I'd say that's the same thing, too, when it comes down to Cleveland. They're going to try to impose their will. I expect that to be the case. That's how you get that game right there, man, is, is imposing your will this week. I'm hoping this group has enough moxie to go do those things, DK. I expect that to be the case anyway. Well, we're certainly going to find out in short order. I don't think you're going to have to wait till past the first quarter to see who came out with that. And by the way, tune in for Max Stark's pregame on the sideline if you really want to know what's going to happen, right? Uh, I'm talking to him tomorrow morning here in Nashville, man. I'll be sure to bring that up. You to have him. to. It, that's a call and a half for someone in his, someone in his new position to be yeah. able to make uh, Ryan McKinney says, Hey Moan, how much input into the rehab program for a player in cam situation? Does the team have, I don't want to project anything with cam in this injury with the growing and stuff, but that's a lower body injury. Now I'm not sure how much they got to go in and stitch up as far as his recovery. I'm hoping this though, Ryan, I'm hoping cam doesn't lose much muscle when it comes down to it. Think about people that have ACL injuries First uh-huh. thing they'll tell you is I lost a lot of muscle in my leg and I can't get it to fire. I don't think the growing situation is like that. If he can be actually moving and rehabbing starting next week, I'd absolutely love that as far as him 
getting back. He's on IR right now. That's at least four weeks. I think Cam may miss about eight. Um, so I'm hoping in those eight weeks, um, he actually keeps his strength because DK, you've shook Cam hand. That dude is thick. Oh, yeah. He's a, he's a human tree branch. He's a human tree branch. Yeah, he's a, no, he's a human tree trunk is what he is, man. Yeah. So for and that that plays to his benefit the way he plays football. Yeah, Corky's research says, "Hey DK and Moan, just because we lost to a top 3 team does not mean we should attack our coaches. We need to support them and they'll turn to shit. Attack them. Go nuts." That's what I was going to say. It's fair game. Yeah, we're not saying anything of the kind. We've been critical of the coaches here, too. We're just not going to get racist on it. You know? That's all we're saying. That's <laughs> How all do we feel saying. about Cole Holcomb? Luke wants to know. Uh, Cole is going to be that type of role player. If we're talking about three linebackers coming off the field, I think one of them coming off. Cole comes off, I think, more than others, or you expect them to. If it's a run-style game, you want Cole out there. Watching the landing, though, in the passing game a little bit, too, I, if I was a defense offense, I tried to pick on him a little bit too. I like what Cole brings to the game, though. It was solid in game one. DK, he was okay. He okay. Had, he had struggles. Uh, he had things that he struggled with. And as I was watching, the game observer in the press box pointed out to me that some of the things that were exposing Holcomb were things that the Niners do to all inside linebackers <laughs> because they're so smart. Yeah. Uh, they they were running. Look at my hands here. They were running this X pattern. Yep. In front of you, you, you know what I'm talking about. I right? told you it's like a high school offense. It's unbelievable, and and you fall for it. It's it's Charlie Brown and Lucy every single time. And one on one of those sequences, like this, yeah. And, and it was deep. It was Debo Samuel and and Brandon Ayuk, and they did this in front of Cole Holcomb on their way out to their routes, and everybody just runs into each other. Yeah, like bowling and- pins. And they'll do the same thing in a run. And you know what happened after that, DK? Mm. There is a lineman coming to smack you in the side of the ear hole. I told you, they are one or two variations off from running the triple option. That is that offense right there. So the <laughs> linebackers, a little different, man. That was a hard day for the boys up the middle. Ash says she hasn't heard much about Desmond King. That's because he was inactive in the first one. He's going to be active, you would think. Uh, and this one, particularly since the Steelers didn't necessarily get the best possible play out of their secondary, and you want to make sure that you have somebody up there, uh, you know, to handle. I don't know if you're going to put him on David and Joku. Yeah, I don't know that you would have put him on uh, George Kittle George had Kittle, you had yeah. him available Lord. in in the first game. But it, it's it's going to be work, you know. <laughs> Bob Schreiner, go ahead, Mon. No, no, I was just going to say, I was steadily going back to one another one of my screens, DK. That mm-hmm. 0-4 start, dog, the turnovers for the offense, two in the first game, two in the second game, five against the Bears, and we lost. Well, they let them put up 40 <laughs> points, and then another two. Wow. In, in London, yeah. Golly. Um, yeah, yeah, Bob Schreiner asks, what position to both for both of us do you think that shows the greatest improvement slash contribution to Monday night's game? Why don't you t- pick pick a side of the football and I'll take the other side. Uh, what position do you think shows the greatest and shows the greatest improvement? Give give me offense. I'll take the offensive side of the ball. Shows the greatest improvement. It has to be quarterback. It has to be quarterback. We don't have to overthink this. I, I was about <laughs> to because I was like, I don't want to make the obvious take here. Yeah, but it but has okay to be quarterback. Sometimes. Yeah, it has to be. Kenny Kenny has to be 
twice as good, three times as good as he was in the opener. And I don't even know if that's a sufficient exponent there for him, you know? Yeah. I really, I mean, he, he has to be that. On the defensive side, I mean, the position that has to be the greatest improvement has to be the defensive line. But I think if you're looking for a single player, this isn't fair. Go ahead. I'm going to preface this in advance. I, I want the best safety in the NFL to have an impact. And I don't care if that's a result of schematics or the ball didn't come his way or whatever else. If the ball's not coming your way, then you got to go the way of the ball. Yeah. Got to figure that out. Got to figure that out. Somebody's asking how they can become a member. The way to do that is go to dkps.net slash join. Mike Jones, we're just going to take a couple more today. (laughs) Says, if if you've ever played football, whether – Playground or organized, slamming your body into another body as fast as you can. You have to have some type of respect. You got to be insane. You got to be a gladiator. How about if you do it for 11 years as a Man. starting guard <laughs> when every single play, every single snap involves physical contact? Yeah. This is not, I went out for a route and I came back into the huddle. No offense. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no. No. All right. Fair. This is this is not take a snap, drop back, look around, misfire. Oh no, we're gonna do it again. Physical contact on every single play. How many times how many snaps would you say, Moan, that didn't have any? Like you just I don't know, you just completely a game where I was guy. assisting somebody with a block, maybe two plays a game. Is that right? Maybe two play. Well, I was sliding. Like if I was sliding to the left and pounce needed just a little bit of help right there, uh, almost every single play, DK. Uh, about two plays, maybe a game. I got one because it's it's okay to have a special teams moment too. Okay, DK. Let's have it, James. Why? I hope we don't have to punt much, but if we do, I sure pray that Presley Harvin does a lot better than Sunday with a frowny face. Well, with an orange. It's the inconsistency that kills you. It is. It's, it's, he goes a 34-yard punt, which is what all of us remember, myself included, because it happened right off the bat, handed San Francisco good field position for a touchdown. And then he hits the next one 54. Yeah. yeah. Beyond his coverage. We want like, There was about- a 14-yard return because he booted it so far. We want to talk about people getting fired. Hey, that's one of the quickest positions that you can get the X from right there. Other mm-hmm. than the, than having a drug deal going bad as a player and you getting arrested, that position right there has a short leash, man. I'm sure I would guess there were probably tryouts this week for punters in Pittsburgh, just because to send a sign to them. I would I would almost bet on that one, DK. I've seen that happen before. Randy Wagner says, "Hey Mo, and this is our last question for the day. When are we going to unleash Darnell Washington down the field?" Uh, I've got an article that I'm writing for tomorrow's uh, Friday Insider on DK Pittsburgh Sports that'll be led with some stuff on Darnell. Let's just say he was open all day. He was really open a lot. Yes. That's that's kind of on the quarterback. Man, I saw a uh, a six eight tight end with the Los Angeles Chargers catch a quick slant last weekend. DK, I had I had that feeling that maybe we'd see that in the tight red zone this weekend. God, I hope that's the case. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to Nick Foe for coming in with a contribution. Thanks for everybody who contributed today. Thanks to everybody who just watched or listened or commented yeah. or whatever it is. All of that adds up to the fun of the show. And uh, 
happens all the time we have for today, Mom. It does, DK, with my nerd glasses on, man. With your your glow-in-the-dark nerd glasses. <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. Peace! See, here's the thing, Moan. Because you know I'm not done, right? Yeah, I, you know I'm not done either because I feel like we're going to tap into the same thing here. So man. here's what we're going to do. I'm just going to put this. I'm going to put this one on the screen here. You read it and you respond instead of me. Uh, Darth Malga says this. DK lost my respect with that. Speaking about the comment earlier about the Rooney, the Rooney rule. I don't think DK or most people in here really understand what actual racism is. L-O-L. I, I asked Darth, I'll tell you this. I didn't say anything because in moments like this, I've learned this. In order for racism to start, it can't be me telling you, a person, or whoever else, what racism is. It takes a person like DK, a white person, to speak up for people of color. When it comes down to situations where you laugh at what the Rooney Rule is, whether it's a flawed measure of hiring and firing or not, the idea that you correlate that a black man can't be fired because he's black or because of a rule that statement is racist. You're saying he's protected because of a rule and he's not because Hugh Jackson wasn't protected because of the Rooney rule. Okay. There's so Marvin many Lewis. other Marvin Lewis wasn't protected because of the Rooney rule. There's a lot of other coaches around this league that have been fired or not. If you want to get mad at the Steelers organization on how they operate, did anybody complain? And I'm sure they did. Okay. When Cowell was let go. Okay. When Noel was let go, they're, they're, this was once a bragging point when it comes down to the stability of the Steelers. There's been three coaches since the 70s. You think they're going to operate differently than that? Win, lose, or draw. They've never fired a coach during the middle of the season. You think that's going to happen now because of the Rooney rule? They hired Coach Tumlin because of his skill. The idea that, look, we're going to find somebody outside the box. It wasn't his color of his skin that got him hired. It did get him the opportunity. Well, when he walked in that room, because of that rule at the time, which is now, and I will say that has become flawed, he wowed them because he had an opportunity to walk in that building and actually tell his plan on how he would be a good head coach. And you know what happened after that? You benefited from it from a Super Bowl. You benefited from that from playing in another Super Bowl. You have gone to AFC championships. You have played in the playoffs. You have under him numerous guys that will go in the Hall of Fame. So when DK made his statement about that one particular statement, it wasn't him calling that individual racist. It was a statement. And it's okay to call it out. We as a society should do that more often too. We can't let stuff like that slide. I have to have talks with my kids because that racism that happened way back then is he will eventually affect them. And I've seen that happen. So if it's a problem for you to have DK speak up for somebody of color or say, no, nah, let's just flat out wrong. We, on this podcast, we'll say this, and DK and I have both said wrong things as far as the way the game is going to go, the way this player may or may not make the team, and we've come back and said, yeah, we were wrong on that one, our bad. And it's okay for whoever said that. I think it was Robert that said that, early. hey, my bad. I jumped too early on that one. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a little messed up from saying that. Any style of racism is still racism. It just is. And again, I told DK to go on even more because a black person telling you something is racist probably don't stick to you. 
But we as a society, because at the end of the day, when we hit that six feet under, you're going to be dust. And at the end of the day, you will have to answer somebody, I think, if you believe in that. And think about the stuff that you say. If you blatantly said that publicly, I, I can't imagine what you say privately or how you think about people. I bought this right here, DK. It's a travel cigar kit. This is oh, where what? I was at. It's a travel okay. cigar kit. And this is the way I rock. I take everybody at face value. You know I'm here for a good time all the time. I brought this because when I come to Pittsburgh, DK, I'm going to have this. And after we do our thing at your shop, I want to sit outside and just congregate with people and smoke a stogie and have a good time. Because at the end of the day, we're all not here for very long. I don't care if you live to be 110. That's not very long. That's still not very long. I want to sit out there and smoke a stogie, have some good conversation, laugh. Somebody might even bring a bottle or something, DK. I don't care. But we need to learn how to treat each other better, do more things like this. Y'all know every show I say on Friday, love somebody, hug somebody, call somebody, have a random conversation, buy somebody a beer, do whatever. Because we're human at the end of the day, y'all. There's no room for that. If he's going to be fired, ultimately, that will happen. And it won't be because of the Rooney rule. That'll be because he earned it. Yeah. And we're going to sit here and, and we're going to criticize him and we're going to say that he's not doing enough and everything else here. And like I said, this isn't about blindly sticking up for the head coach or defending his recent results and certainly not Ramon's own personal uh, connection and attachment to someone who he played for for 11 years and respected immensely. Uh, this is this is different. This is different. And for anybody who says, no, I'm talking about this. If you're uncomfortable with this conversation, you're the one that needs to look in the mirror. Now we're talking. Okay. And I don't care if it's a football show or whatever else here. Okay. That's like Moan said, there's no place that anyone should feel comfortable saying what was said here earlier. There's no place anyone should feel comfortable. It should be called out everywhere that it happens. That's all we're saying. Oh, be good at the end of the day are you good that's or you all not? it is that's what i've seen on here more than anything else here most of these responses are just 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 be good people that's not political no it's not political. That's human i even hate talking you know? about that these days man you can't say one way or the other on what you are no we're like this correlating st stop with the lecture stop watching i mean you could be blocked but we're not yeah. gonna choose to do that because yeah. you have the right to say that okay yeah you can also hit stop yeah. or pause or play and delete the channel it's you know the the, the right this, thing is still the right thing this is bonus material right here anyway yep <laughs> okay like all that right. frosty yeah i like that all right guys let's uh let's hook up again tomorrow for rapid fire friday we're gonna yeah. go really hard and justin came in late with a contribution man just th thank you for that too because that you didn't have to do that uh <laughs> regardless that was a late one right there dk be good people. Uh, that's we'll right. be back tomorrow man friday we're gonna roll again that's right all right guys <laughs> bye bye we'll talk to you tomorrow bye <laughs> uh, nice